We've got a lot of hot takes. We hope you like them because we'll keep them coming. Lego Movie, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Nostalgia, ECCCCC, Fortnite, Apple, Twilight Zone E3, Aladdin, Godzilla, Summer Movies. Fantastic Plastic Funko Field, Amazon's The Boys, Geek Together, Game Streamer, Comic Con Panel, Spider-Man, Stranger Things, What If D23, New York Comic Con, and those damn zombies. We've got a lot of hot takes. We hope you like them, cause we'll keep them coming. We've got a lot of hot takes. This is going nowhere, and it's taking forever. Back to school movie previews in space. Halloween, Poltergeist, It 2, Funko Hollywood. Stream Wars, Name Game, Fig Pin, Mickey Mouse, Commercials, Christmas, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Nicely done. <Wow. laughs> We've got a lot of hot takes. <laughs> we got a lot of hot takes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, wow. Now that was a feat for the ages. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of the Secondary Heroes podcast. It's the first annual Secondary Heroes Hot Takeoff. And this is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Taking it all off, this is Prague. And out of breath and out of time, this is DeLorean Wolfgang. Beep, 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 beep. That was a masterpiece right oh, there. Oh, God. If only people knew how long... Actually, to be honest with you, to write a song like that really didn't take too long. It was, what, two hours? We copy spent? a song like that. Maybe yeah. an hour and a half? <laughs> we spent an hour and a half putting that together. That's not... It's worth I it, I will though. say, Trevor... I dude, you killed it on that one. He he spent the time and really did all the syllables and everything like that. So hats off to the you there, amigo. Syllabus for this. You got to recap 2019 and what better way than the way Secondary Heroes has brought us through the entire year. That's really, right. We did. If you notice, the they are all titles from all past episodes. All the things we talked about, what? all the hot takes we dished out this year. <laughs> That's if people didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah, there it is. I'm sure our listeners know. I hope so. But hot takes. But before we get to those hot takes, let's tell everybody to go over to Twitter and give us a follow. Tw- Twitter, Facebook, all those good social media channels. Instagram, you know the, you know the drill. Hit a follow. Check us out over on iTunes. Give us a review on there. And SoundCloud, leave comments, do all that stuff. Let's get all that stuff out of the way. So this is going to be all hot takes and all year-end review stuff. Yeah, and drop in your own End hot takes. decade, too. Yeah, it's a bit. Interestingly <laughs> enough. <clears throat> An interessante decade. Oh, yes. Ooh, the decade. Uh, yeah. So where do we want to start? Do we want to just focus on 2019 and our favorites of the year before we get super hot? We don't want to burn the audience. That's true. <laughs> We don't want to go. Uh, we don't want to go full Daenerys on uh, oh, <laughs> the end of Game of Thrones here and burn the audience. Yes, that's for sure. We don't want to go. Sorry, we don't want to go. Uh, Was it uh, the the Benioff, David, David and Dan, and everybody here? Let's uh, ease them into it here with our maybe our top lists of the year. Let's do it. Um, I think we should start off with maybe some movies. I know I didn't see as many movies as I usually do, um, just because of my geographic location lately and my annoyance with uh uh people in the audience um but anyways let's start with uh, maybe you trevor what, what, uh... what's happening 
I didn't see as many movies as I wish I could have. So my list isn't really as long as I as it normally would be um, at the end of the year. Normally I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to choose from. And this I'm like, I pretty much have it in my top fives. I think I only saw about five or six movies, so it's really not hard to weed out any movies from my list. Um, I know Trevor has the MC uh, movie list, which is a not AMC a list, a list, unofficial sponsor, the Secondary Heroes podcast, whatever those things are called. So he probably sees a lot more <laughs> than I do. Um, so maybe you can go and start us off with what you consider your top movies of the year. Well, if you've listened to the podcast, I think it's going to be pretty easy what I'm going to pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Women. So movie of the year. Oh, Avengers Endgame. Okay. That was that followed top closely of the line. by Joker. It's not going to get any better than that. Yep, just because of the meaning behind it. It's more than the movie itself. Nicely nice. done. Okay. All right, what else? What else we got on the list this year? Yeah, and then two is Joker, and then nice. three is Rise of Skywalker. I don't even care what anybody says about any of those three choices. Nice, dude. So solid three choices. Big fun epic movies. I like it. Yep, that's <laughs> all I need. I need when I go to the theater. I want it to be a reason to go to the theater. Like, there's better crafted movies, really niche creations and, like, expert work. And those are fine to watch at home. Movie making. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, but you can watch those anytime. Exactly. You stream that on your Do little Do that while you're knitting a sweater for your grandma. You know? <laughs> yes. That's fine. But when you go to a theater, <laughs> you want to be watch wowed. watch on the IMAX screen. I want to get blown away. Exactly. I want my eyeballs yeah. to, like, melt in their sockets, man. So, I, you know, I had those three on my list as well. Um... I think I have a different order, and I also had some other ones. I was like, I forgot some that came out this year because my, my memory's old. I'm an old man. Um, oh, some old of the ones, frog. Some of the ones that I will add to the list that you had mentioned was Spider-Man Far From Home, which is probably my favorite live-action Spider-Man um, movie. Yep. Um, I also put uh, It Chapter 2. and which, Even though I didn't like it as much as the first It movie, I really liked the craftsmanship in that movie. I also liked Doctor Sleep, so that was on my my list this year. Oh, I forgot about Doctor Sleep. That, yes, but, yeah, Doctor Sleep so Doctor Sleep was just a well, just an amazingly crafty movie. But I would say probably if I were to rank them, though, that's a little tougher. I think. Hold on, I, think right. I didn't realize there was going to be ranking in all this. Oh yeah, of course. How do you, how do you think you do your tops of the year, oh, man? God, you got to kind of edge them out. On. You got to play some Sophie's Choice here. Um. I, I think for, even though it wasn't my favorite movie in like all of the Marvel movies, I think Endgame really was kind of my top of the year. I mean, it was a culmination of so many movies and so well done. And that last scene was so fantastic. Seeing everyone come back and the way it was done, the pacing of it was phenomenal. Um, that's probably going to have to be the tops maybe tied with Joker. Um, I really do think that those two movies were two very different comic book movies too because i'm a big comic book fan so yeah. obviously those are going to be like my probably my tops usually of the year unless like a big major um movie comes out that is non-marvel based that is maybe a little bit more art housey but i mean joker was kind of like an art house film it just happened to be a dc property and yeah. it was just got a phenomenal performance by walking phoenix and the soundtrack is just one of the best of the decade um, especially the way it was used throughout that production. So yeah, I think that's going to be my list for this year. Whew. All right. So now it comes down to me. <laughs> with all, yeah. well, with all the, the thousands of movies thing. you watched Alex this year. see movies. <laughs> yeah, that's so why you're going that's last. A hot take in itself. That is a hot take in <laughs> itself. But you know what? Uh, luckily enough, I did take a flight to 
from Florida to San Diego and I was able to catch up on some movies and okay. I was able to see which I'll don't I'll say it. what man please don't it, say it. it was a super surprise it was a surprise okay. to me that it was pretty good detective pikachu okay i okay. forgot okay. that I movie was out this year but okay that yeah it cool. did come out it came out this year didn't it yeah it's no, i just i forgot i forgot that it existed but yeah okay so detective Very pikachu nice. i actually i'm not a i'm not a pokemon fan like at all and i was like nah, i like ryan reynolds so i gave it a try surprisingly Super funny. I was actually really surprised that they had a Home Alone reference in the movie too. Which I, this isn't a review of the movie. Sorry, we'll we'll move on from that. Sorry, right, but it's good to know that there's something different. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Thank uh, goodness, because you're really digging into that movie, man. Another movie that I this just saw that time. was really this is list making time. Well, yeah, it's a list. So let's. let's uh, I actually just sat down and watched the Aeronauts. Which was a lot of fun and based on a true story, which was uh, really, really pretty cool. And that was a 2019. I'm trying to think of all the 2019 movies that I did see. And those what, were was that movie two- in theaters, though? Or was that like on Netflix? I'm no, that was on that Amazon was. Prime. Amazon. OK, I knew that was somewhere that wasn't necessarily in theaters. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that works. That's a movie. It's still a movie. It's still a movie. Um, I mean, there. <laughs> There's a lot of movies I didn't watch too that I think that I should watch this year, but it's probably going to be at home. This I'm not going to go out to a theater to see them. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to that, save money, so it helps. Sure. That makes <laughs> sense. 23.99 a month AMC list because I live in California. If you live elsewhere in the country, it's actually cheaper, but California is not one of those states. Sadly. But I had the show That's The Aeronauts sure. to watch, and I really or the movie Aeronauts, and I loved it. Okay. If, if you Really, one. I mean, there was parts of that movie where I was like, my stomach was in my throat. It's like, oh my god! And then I was, and yes, I'll put in my list Endgame because yes, it was wonderful, it was beautiful, everything was cool about it. But I, one that I was extremely surprised about, and I'm throwing it on my list because I really, really did like it. The mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Falcon. The the what now? Nice. Yeah. That's that's a super dish movie. I mean, it goes right so. there with Booksmart or Midsummer or anything like that. I I tell you what, man, I was totally surprised by this movie. I had seen it a bunch on I I want to say was I don't I think it was just on demand. I saw it a bunch on demand, and I was like, nah, it doesn't look like a movie for me. And I kept passing over it, passing over it. And then my mom was like, hey, let's <clears> give <throat> this movie a try. I was like, ah, do we do we really gotta watch that movie? And mom puts it on within five minutes. I was hooked. It was so. Is such this a, like is this a sequel to the Maltese Falcon? I'm confused. No, what, no. So is this, this is a movie with um, <laughs> like the kid version or what? With uh, is there any jelly included? With, yeah. <laughs> with no, but it's got Shia LaBeouf in it, and surprisingly, Shia LaBeouf is phenomenal in this movie. I okay. I really was not expecting him to be so solid in it and i really honey boy so i'm yeah i thought i'm surprised i haven't heard of this film i've heard of all these other niche movies but i didn't hear about this one please it was in theaters uh i'm not sure if it was out in the yeah it was a limited release okay all right it was in my local amc so please people go out and look for the peanut butter falcon i guarantee you you will love it it just it warms my heart watching it it's such a wholesome good fun movie but yeah i'm gonna I'm going to end my list there. 
Well, I think Trevor, you What's mentioned. Interesting... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say you mentioned some films that like I do want to see and may be on my list if I were to revise it, say next year. I just I don't see myself seeing certain films like in theaters unless it's worth my money, like you mentioned in yeah. IMAX. So like those like book smart and book smart. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see both of those films. But I have to wait and I'm not gonna go to the theater to see some yeah, same here movie like that. But they might Sorry. they might make my list if if I see them next year. We'll see what happens yeah, there. My main takeaway though from this year, I was going through the. I all the releases making the list of all the movies I've seen, and I'm like, Endgame, Joker, and Rise of Skywalker are all that I remembered. And I'm going through the list, and I'm like, these are so forgettable. You have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you have Ad Astra, Toy Story 4, Lion King and Aladdin remakes, John yeah. Wick 3, Captain Marvel, Alita, Rocketman, Zombieland. Wasn't a great Hobbs film. and Shaw, Detective Pikachu, Godzilla. Yeah. It, it too. They're like so forgettable movies. Lego Movie 2, Dark Phoenix, Shazam. Come oh, on, Men in Black, good. International, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It's not like this. Not, like it's not like they're bad. Movies. They're just kind of forgettable, like yeah. you said. Like I've forgotten. I had to look up IMDb. I'm like, what the heck came out this year? Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, it's I'll funny. Yeah, it's list. funny because like I saw a couple of like I saw Shazam and Captain Marvel, but I mean, <sighs> we'll get to the hot takes later. So I'll leave it at that. They're perfectly finely crafted yes. movies, or but they're not like, oh man, do you remember in that scene they did this, or you remember that sequence? It's like they don't resonate at all. I don't right. know. It's like, weird. do you remember that coin toss scene in No Country for Old Men? Like, we don't have movies like that this year. We don't have those big, like really, like oh my god, everyone had to see this Oscar contender, big screen, you know, event kind of movie. Right. In my yeah, the opinion. only thing we have is the three movies I mentioned. Right. It's like, the, but those are more like you know culminations of like series and stuff too, which is really it, interesting. It means right? so much. Yeah, because Endgame and Sky Rise of Skywalker only means so much because of all of the movies that came before. Right. It's very interesting. If they were standalone movies, you wouldn't have been like they're fine, they're entertaining, right, exactly. but like yeah, they don't have the same emotional weight if they haven't had all those films before it. Um, that's why they made the impact, I think. Because like one one that yeah. I had on my list, but I didn't really put it in my top, was Captain Marvel, which is not a great film, but I like I like had fun with it. It reminded me of like a show I would have watched like back in the nineties, like kind of a fun, um, you know, bad guy of the week kind of show, you know, thing. So I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it, you know, but it wasn't like so memorable that I would put it on my top five list of the year. And that's just kind of the way I felt this yeah. whole year went, you know, kind of like a an enjoyable wet fart. Of a year in movies. Oh my god! What an analogy! Oh, <laughs> That's 2019. With that, we should probably transition over to TV <laughs> oh, because god. TV's a little better then. Okay, let's move on to the better. My, my ultimate hot take always that I like to emphasize is that TV is the way to tell stories now. It's I the agree. best medium for storytelling. 100%. TV is the gold standard right now for everything. And so TV list was a lot easier to make. There was, yeah. I was picking up, I was like, like oh, what this am I going to do? Damn good. This so is many great things. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. It was actually so, tough to like yeah. not put stuff on it, which is the opposite of movies mm-hmm. this year. Um, so you want to start with TV? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I, I, so there was a lot of good stuff, stuff that I actually had forgotten actually came out this year. I'm like, Oh, I really like that, but I don't know if it came out this year, and it did. I'm like, shoot, that's another one down to my list. So I always knew what my top one was going to be. It was the rest that were harder to kind of list in an order of any way. But my favorite um, TV show of the year, at least series-wise, was Mindhunter Season 2. 
Um, based on everything else I watched, huh. it just had all over the best set design, acting, music, tone, pacing, script, the 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 acting from people that only have like say one scene are phenomenal. I'm not gonna spoil the 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 season, but there's like certain performances this season that are just phenomenal. Um it's edgier seat. Um it's just it really engrosses you in a way that season one um did but in a different way like they really turned the story around a bit which is kind of fun um so from there it did get harder because a lot of like i had a lot of favorites this year so it was like really choosing to kick off some that like for me um even though it made my top 10 was stranger things season three didn't make my top five um even though i love that and i actually liked it more the second time i watched it through um so I'm just going to leave that in there as my honorable mention because I really didn't enjoy it. And another one that didn't make my top five, even though I really liked it, just because I don't think it's perfect, was The Mandalorian. I had so much fun watching that show, um, but it, it does have its pacing issues. It's not the best it could have been, but man, did I have fun watching kind of like almost old school Star Wars in a way. Um, but for for my second favorite show of the season was uh, Dark Season 2 on Netflix. Um, which is a show I really like because it kind of reminds me of Lost, but just much darker in tone. Um, and I love Lost, so it's nice to have something that kind of is in that same vein. And they obviously kind of take a bit from that show. Um, and then my next two could be tied, I guess. But The the Boys is the one that surprised the heck out of me. I had no idea The Boys was going to be as good as it was. And I didn't expect me to have as much fun as I was going to have totally. watching that show. Just the twists and turns and all the different characters and just something completely different on TV. And it was just, it was just fun to watch. Amazon really does a good job with their shows. Um, I may not like every one of them, but I can tell that they put a lot of effort and quality into what they produce over there. Um, and the boys was one of them this year. Um, and then nice. my fourth choice um, overall, even though it was probably number one until the other shows came out this year was the haunting of Hill house on Netflix. That show, if you like horror and you like horror, that isn't like super gory. You just want to have like a good fun time watching horror. Watch that. It's a great story and a great narrative that full of twists and turns and, it's very character driven, which is the kind of shows that I like, which is why I like Lost and and Dark. Um, and it has a really good, probably one of my favorite um, twists, I guess, in a horror movie or any kind of horror franchise. Um, so I would, I would definitely recommend that show, especially for in terms of craftsmanship, just to watch that. If you liked and you or if you happen to see Dr. Sleep, it's the same director. Um, he just does a really good job. Um, visually. And then my last one is actually nice. a documentary. Um, it's a documentary that was on Netflix this year called Wild Wild Country. Um, I know a lot of people have watched it, but maybe not everyone who listens to our podcast watches documentaries. Um, but even if you don't watch documentaries, I think it's something worthwhile just because it's done so well and they have so much footage from the 70s when this all took place on this commune. Um, where just stuff went crazy. It was like, it's one of the most insane documentaries. Cause you see it from both sides, which surprised me. I didn't, I thought it was all going to be, you know, the FBI who came in and raided them or the people that fled. And it wasn't, it was the people that were like doing some bad stuff <laughs> and they actually get them on camera and talk about the, their side of the story. And you just get all this footage from back then. Um, I just, I've never seen a documentary like that before. It was just really well done. So if you want to check that out, I recommend it. And that's my, 
Favorites for TV of the year. And I'll go through some other stuff later. Holy mackerel. Sorry, I love TV. So I kind of put a lot out there. TV's the best. It is. This is a great medium for storytelling, especially if you're into a character-driven storytelling. Imagine if you got eight hours to tell a story rather than two hours. Right. Think of all the characters you can develop in those extra six hours. No, absolutely. I, I totally agree with it. 100%. But I, I just don't have a list like that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, I think are, about these things all, all the time. Like super simple. Like, oh, it's okay. Uh, let's see. It, it's okay. Well, I feel like okay. fun. Everybody has different. Obviously, I mean, and you pretty much went over the majority of the stuff that, uh, that I would have said. Uh, like you said, Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things season three. Loved it. Of course I loved it. It was back in yeah, the it's 80s. Yeah, a fun, fun season. Here, and here's a problem, too. The, I've, I've, I watch a lot of old shows. Like, I watch, like, The Office, and I watch Cheers and stuff like that. So, you right. know, I should be watching a lot of these newer shows. Um, but I did make a point to <clears throat> definitely watch The Boys. Love The Boys. I think that was the probably boys. my top show of the year. I absolutely yeah, love it. And I can't wait for a second or season two of that um mm. outside of that i the mandalorian you can't go wrong with mandalorian actually i'm crediting the mandalorian for bringing me back into the star wars universe i had been nice. pooing star wars for the longest time and i'm back baby and i am loving it i because that actually motivated me to go out and watch the last jedi and it's motivating me to now go see the newest uh, Star Wars film. So, you know, that's that's really cool stuff for me. So, I, okay, you know, those those are no, I, my top ones for sure. Uh, the Boys and Stranger Things. I mean, I've got other little shows here and there that I that I poke poke around with, like the Living with Yourself. I always thought that was kind of fun. But oh, that's I mean, the Paul Rudd one, right? Yeah, that's the Paul Rudd one. Okay. But it wasn't like. I, I felt like I was able to finish it within like two days. It was such an easy watch. Okay. Yeah. It didn't I, challenge you really. <laughs> it didn't no, challenge oh, the it definitely doesn't challenge me at okay. all, but it, the okay. best part about, I thought the funniest part, and I am not a big fan of this guy, but um, Tom Brady makes a cameo in the first episode and it's actually pretty hysterical. So nice. Now I don't have to watch it. So that's great. Well, I mean, it's a, it's kidding. a fun, it's a fun series. Quality take by Prague. I, I give him a hundred percent credit for that. that? Like, I don't want to watch that guy do anything. Dude. No, I know. Oh. I'm not a big fan of the guy, but you know what? I can't fault oh. him. He is really good at his craft. So. Okay. Yeah. But I think you make a good point though. Like I also do that same thing where I tend to watch like older shows or rewatch old shows too. And like, Oh, I forgot to watch this show. I should probably catch up on it. And I forget, I neglect some of these newer shows. I'm like, shoot, I still need to watch this new show that everyone's talking about too. So I, I fall into that trap. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then there's, there's shows like shows that you've loved for years that came out in, and then the last season comes out in 2019 game of Thrones. And it mm. absolutely breaks <laughs> your heart. Yeah. Breaks your heart, man. So I couldn't even put Game of Thrones on here. When you hate to see it. The last like 10 years or the last eight you years or whatever, I would I know, have said man. Game of Thrones is top show. Oh, it shocks me that's not on my top list. Yeah, well, it should be. It's not my top be. 10, it but be it's on not in my top, top five. list for 2019. <sighs> yeah. 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 All right, Trevor, how about you? 
So 2019, I wanted to actually pick shows that premiered this year rather than just had different seasons. Because if I went with different seasons, like, oh, this is season three or season six of whatever show, I would pick the same shows over and over again. That makes so sense. I wanted to right? say shows that just premiered this year. And for me, <clears throat> The Boys was the most enjoyable show the that boys. I watched this year. Wow, made all of our lists. And then nice. number two is The Imagineering Story. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I'm okay. so sorry. Of Disney Plus, I would not have picked that would be yes, the show. But absolutely. honestly... I want to, it has inspired me to be an Imagineer, plus go to all the Disney parks around the world, and I didn't feel that from any show or TV or any pop culture thing this year. That's a good The choice. way that that show connected with me. You, it's so well done. 100%, and I hate yeah. that I totally forgot to add that to my list. You're absolutely right. Well, that's what's so fun about doing this together, is you kind of go, oh, that's right, that, because there's a lot, there's so much good content now with all these streaming services. For sure, yes. You know? I, I um, 100% agree some. with you, though, Trevor. That, it, that show... Yeah it really does motivate you a bit to, you know, seek out to be more creative. And that's why I'm really glad we do this podcast every Monday because it does, you know, it fires up some extra little bit of creativity with us all. Yeah, yep. it does. And then number three was Russian Doll, just because I love any kind of parallel universes, time manipulation, oh, yeah. any kind of that idea. So they do it really well. Because it infuses comedy plus drama, and it actually completes its entire narrative and circle in one season, so they can go somewhere else with a different season, or never have to do another season again. Okay. Yeah, I've heard good stuff about that show, and I didn't realize it was about that, so that intrigues me more to watch this. Yeah. Okay. Very but nice. I mean, if we're going to go off of that, you always, like you say, you watch old shows. I didn't watch Sharp Objects until this year. It actually came out in 2018. Did it really? But Sharp Objects isn't actually... Super amazing. I mean, Amy Adams is phenomenal in this show, and the way that the mm. subject matter is super dark, but the cuts and transitions fit in with the whole sharp objects idea. Like they do these really abrupt transitions and story mm. manipulation stuff. It, it's just really well done. But I didn't watch it till this year, so I'm gonna include okay. it. Okay. For some reason, I thought that came out this year. I didn't realize it came out last year. Yeah, I did too. I was like, this is like with little, Big Little Lies. It's like a new season. I thought it was like launching in May and Big Little Lies came out in July, but that's not wasn't the case. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's another show I was actually wanting to watch. Because um, I, I love Gone Girl, so I was like, I probably will like this. And Gone Girl was also mm -hmm. extremely dark by the same author. So, yeah, I definitely want to put that yeah. on my radar. I that's do, HBO, correct? And if you, I do have a couple yeah, like, okay. honorable mentions, too. Um, one Go for it. Yeah. Shows that I... I still haven't finished, but I really like enjoyed them when they were on or they are still on whatever. But um, Doctor Who with the newest doctor with the female doctor, mm -hmm. it's actually right. I, I we have a lot of friends that are big Doctor Who fans and they are always telling us that we should watch it and start with the certain Who? doctor or whatever. But I'm okay. I just decided whatever. I'm just going to start with this doctor. And surprisingly, she is amazing and she's a lot of fun to watch and i really think people should give that show a try uh with with this new doctor she's pretty phenomenal and then the other show is manifest well she's a great actress well, I had yeah, never she's a great actress in to anything begin other with. than that if you watch broad church if you find broad church it's on netflix and oh, that's Amazon. a good this is a good it's show a in general show. watch that show <laughs> yeah it, it's an excellent show she's the mom who her son is murdered and like right in the first, that's like the synopsis of the show, and you see her deal with that. 
Yeah, so, so and that's an a actress. different that's a different like character altogether too. So you get to see like her like full dramatic side, and then you get to see her other side too. Kind I of the quirky did not side. know that. That's yes, that's actually great to know because I would actually like to go out and seek that because that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, David Tennant's in that show. Another Doctor and another uh, Doctor. That's true. Two Doctor Who's <laughs> in the same show. And the other show that I wanted to give a little honorable mention that I watched and really enjoyed was manifest um i mean it was just a is that the one on nbc yeah it's the one with the airplane and where stuff. the plane goes yeah, missing the airplane Bom- goes missing Bom- and they lose five years i just found that to be just fun it was like one okay. of those it, you didn't have to think too much <laughs> with it you know what i mean like you just turned it on yeah. and it was just almost like noise in the background but i actually kind of enjoyed it so yeah Okay, that's, manifest. That's how broadcast shows are. I mean, really, 2019 was the year that streaming became as mainstream as it possibly could. Yeah, I think so. This is the year where it really did it. It really yeah. did it this year, man. I think it's. I think it's going to be harder for broadcast TV to catch up now. I'm surprised Once they start pumping money. Nobody's mentioning uh, like Shit's Creek or, uh, you know, shows like that or shows uh, Chernobyl or Glow. Did you guys not watch so, any of those? I have not finished Glow yet, so I didn't put it on my list. I didn't get around to Chernobyl just because I didn't want something that dark no. when yeah. it came out. <laughs> yeah, I just did. I mean, I do want to watch that show at some point, but I just wasn't ready for something that that deep. Um, and then as far uh, Shit's Creek, I'm not caught up yet. I'm only on season. I just finished season four, so I'm not really up to date with that so i couldn't put that on my list but that is a show that does get better every season really because i so, started it phenomenal it never happens because it's not it it's a rough it. start it is a rough start yes i don't know why yes, that is, is with some shows some shows start out rough and then this one i think found its voice in season three and it really said oh, okay this is the kind of show we need to be and they just really capitalize on it and it does a really phenomenal job nice so if you can get through those first two seasons if you can't it's not a big deal it's not the end of the world it's not like it's not rewriting tv in my opinion it does some good things it has some really good interesting relationships you don't usually get to see on tv which i enjoy so just it's good to see different characters represented yeah. on television um and i i totally it just dawned on me it's funny when you try and think back across the entire year of all the tv shows and movies and stuff like that like things it's kind of hard to sum it all up and things start popping into my head as we're sitting here talking. Yeah, like, oh shoot, that's right. This yeah, show. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I forgot and I watched that. One of w- another show that I want to throw in there in my list is uh, Jack Ryan season two. Loved it. It was on Amazon nice. prime. Don't know if you guys saw the first season, first season uh, by far. The first season is better, but okay. Well, that doesn't bode well. I know. What do you mean? The first season was great. Season one is just Homeland with Jim from The Office. I don't watch Homeland, and I love Jim from The Office, so I win. Homeland is outstanding. <laughs> I know. My wife watches Homeland. I just... Actually, until season four and five, and then what's her face? Blonde chick. It's super annoying. I just had enough of her. She's too grating. She's fine for the first few seasons, but yeah, Homeland gets tough after... Yeah. I, yeah. I never... Yeah, never watched it so maybe i'll give that a try maybe that hey 2020 maybe maybe i'll go and see more movies in 2020 that's probably a good idea you could always get amca list could i you how much you said it was 25 dollars a month 24 dollars a month 
It's not bad. You can see three movies a week, and you can go see any format, and you can go at any time. So you can go see IMAX at 8 p.m. at night. There's just not enough movies that intrigue me to go to the movie theater that often. Is that okay. is that weird? <laughs> and and Prague, you said it earlier. Uh, when you go to the movies, you always end up in a movie theater where someone's going to annoy you, where someone's yeah. annoying you. And that's my problem. And it's not is been I that way until recently. That. Yeah, it's just been worse and worse lately. I don't know what the deal is with that. Right. Um, and it depends. There's certain when movie I went theaters. I saw Frozen like Two, man. Somebody was talking the whole no, time. See? Like they were in the like yeah, I'm sitting in the talk. back and they're like it. the left corner, and you could. I was like, damn, dude. Like, and you just hear the mumble, and it distracts you from the yes, movie. That would right. take me away from the experience, and then I would be then I would be pissed because I spent twenty four dollars yep. a month. To go see this one movie. Well, it reduces the because you're supposed to see more than one movie. No, a month. I know. I you, you know, know what reduces I mean, the cost. Though. If you see like six movies, it's only four dollars a movie. I I understand it, but you you do Math. see what I'm getting at though. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't go to the I movies because I can <laughs> so watch them at it's home. It's not worth the subscription. Service. I can watch them at home, <laughs> and nothing's gonna bother me. I can make my own popcorn because I love making my own popcorn. Homemade popcorn is so much better for you. You can watch movies on your phone on the toilet. Oh my god! That's great. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, one show I do want to mention real quick before we move on Um, is a show that I don't think any one of us has watched yet, but a lot of lot of people on the internet is buzzing about that. I do want to see is Watchmen on HBO. A show that initially I was just kind of intrigued by, but it wasn't really like, eh, I don't think I want to see this just because the trailers didn't do much for me. Yeah. But apparently it's phenomenal is what I'm hearing. So, and I love Damon Lindelof. Um, he, you know, he has hits and misses, but his hits are some of my favorites ever. So I think, I think next year I will be watching that show. Yeah. It, it yeah. just, it's not one of those shows that intrigues me at all. So oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> And sometimes I have faith that people are right about their opinions. And usually they are when it's that unanimous. So I think I'm going to have to watch I that. I like that none of us mentioned Umbrella Academy. Oh, my it's God. On, it's on it my list. Way back in January. <laughs> no, it's on my list, but it's, it's um, not in my top five. So I just kind of. It's a, Mine it was got fun. kicked to the curb. It was fun. Because of the boys. If the, the boys, boys didn't exist, yeah. Umbrella Academy would have been on yeah. my list. It's as simple as that. Boys was was just so damn good, man. Yeah. The Boys was different. Umbrella Academy is just Dark Phoenix. And through the first four episodes of Umbrella Academy, I'm like, damn, this is really good. And then as we get closer and closer to that Dark Phoenix storyline, I got more and more pissed. Right, because it's the the same storyline. And so it left a bad taste (laughs) in my mouth. Yeah. That's the way it is, man. Uh, it, I mean, it was quirky and fun, yeah. but that's all it really was at the end of the day. It was just like, it was fun. Like, I'll, play, I'll watch season two for sure because it was fun to watch, but oh, it wasn't, it, it probably isn't going to be in my top five list or anything. Yeah. So. To the hot <laughs> we should, takes. We got some hot takes. What's uh, our hot takes? for some hot takes? <laughs> it might, it, it might be time. <laughs> oh, I have is. the hottest hot take on all hot takes. All right, let's go. Oh, wow. The very definition of a hot take mm-hmm. is that it's based on the idea, not just, oh, here's a stupid contrary opinion just so people react and respond to me because I'm lonely or whatever. That's not what a hot take is, okay? Exactly. Hot take is you're dishing it hot. 
okay? You haven't had the time to digest it and let it cool and really think about your decision. You know, it's that instant gut reaction. I just watched something that's terrible. Not, oh, I've thought about it for days and I've made a whole damn list of notes of why this thing sucks, okay? Nice. That's not a hot take. I agree. That That's pretty much wow. <laughs> the nail on the head right there. <laughs> It is. That's that's a hot take. You come out of something, you're fired up, and you're spilling your your guts about it, and you didn't let it digest. You didn't go, wow, oh yeah, huh? That part didn't make any sense in that movie, or or maybe it really was good, and I just didn't like the tone. Yeah, I get it. I like that. That's a that's a good hot take, actually. That's yeah. kind of uh, it's kind of in line with my hot take. How my hot take's not really like a specific hot take. It's more of a generalization of hot takes <laughs> yeah, too. General hot takes. Um. <laughs> So, so my hot take for, I think, this year specifically. Um, so th- this year we've seen a lot of, like, I don't know what you want to call it, discord, division in both pop culture and politics. Like, and probably it's all Twitter related. But it seems like nowadays people are using, um, I guess, I guess their hot takes to really divide themselves. It's like, if you don't love what I love, then you're against me. Or if you don't hate what I hate then you're against me. It's like, there's no common ground. There's no discourse. It's all discord. It's all like, it's either you or me. It's either black or white. Um, let's not have a discussion about it. You're wrong. If you don't like this, you're wrong. If you don't hate this or whatever. And I, I, that's all I see. And it's kind of annoying. It's like, for example, star Wars, I just want to talk about star Wars. I don't care if you loved or hate the rise of Skywalker. I do not care. (laughs) Love it. Hate it. Don't tell me. Let's just talk about star Wars. Let's talk about lightsabers. Let's talk about this character. And let's talk about galaxy's edge. Like let's have fun about all these things. And you can be critique, you know, critique stuff all you want. Let's talk about critique. Sure. But don't go in there and like, just say like, God, if you do, if you hate this, you're stupid. Or if you love it, you're stupid. You know, I'm, it's just I'm, I think there's just been too much of that. It's extreme. Yeah, thank you. That's the word out. I'm trying to get to. Yeah, there's don't no be an like, extremist. Oh, don't. I kind of liked it. I kind of didn't like it. I loved it. Yes. I hated it. There's That's all it is. Like no movie is really on that line at all. Not and anymore. They're all you have can't. good and pros and cons. And then, there's, okay. and then there's people out there that push you. It's like, how can you say it's just okay? You got to tell me if you love it or hate it. It's like there is no this or that you can't be you have to be either pro or against so so what is what is this hot take i'm trying to try because the hot take is that our core society is intrinsically broken man you guys went really deep with your hot takes (laughs) mine is just i'm just a dumb person on this podcast so i'm surprised that you guys (laughs) you're a nice guy Thanks, Prague. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was my hot take. <laughs> just, okay. just, just, just have discussions with people. You know, that's all I'm saying. Don't be an extremist. I'm well. I'm not excited about ugly. bringing my hot take up because you guys had bring such... it. No, let's do it. This is fun. Let's have fun. Okay. Give us a fun hot take. Um, yeah. My hot take is Disney Plus isn't that great. Wow, I like that. that's a good hot take, actually. <laughs> you guys went into these full on. A lot. No, no, oh, I like wow. this one. But no, I'm just but the they, reason let's why discuss I say it that. Then. And I and uh, you know everybody right now online is saying that Disney Plus is the number one thing that everybody should be like. Everybody should own Disney Plus. It's got everything. It's wonderful. I turn it on. I watch The Mandalorian, which is done, and I watch The Imagineers Story, which is also done. I have nothing else to watch on that platform. I'm over. Uh, it's right. done for me. 
So now what? How is this great? How is this wonderful? How is this the big thing? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. great. Okay, yeah. Stop telling me how I, great I feel, it is. I, I feel like it's um, kind of like Amazon, where Amazon doesn't have as much content, or now now it does. But now like back it, in the day, like man, it really didn't have as much as like say Netflix, right? Like you watch your few shows, and you're like, okay, I guess that's it. They're good. They're great shows. I loved them, but now I'm done with it. I guess you know, and I kind of feel the same way. Um, not that I wouldn't mind going back and I did, you know, watch some old Disney shows. I watched Boy Meets World. That was amazing. Um, that held up, which was fun. And I watched some Disney movies here and there, but like, yeah, it's nice to go to like, um, Netflix and, or even YouTube and just watch other content in general and just like be like, there's more to watch. There's more diversity in stuff to watch, I guess, and other platforms. Whereas on Disney plus, it's really just family friendly right saccharine kind of exactly. content which gets old after a while it's fun for a while but man i i get yeah it's it's a it's a good platform but i'm not saying like what you said i don't think it's i don't think it's the best i don't think it's the worst either i think they have a good user interface um and they obviously have a ton Their of user movies. interface dominates netflix i mean netflix, netflix just you don't know what the hell you're doing you're pretty much in the dark hire all the engineers from disney <laughs> put a finger somewhere you might find a movie you want to watch but you don't know because it's just a hot mess so well, you're right with, there it's with netflix i know there's always going to be something that i can either find something new almost daily well no you're looking at it hyper locally okay disney plus just launched okay netflix yeah, launched totally. however many years Absolutely. ago and 2024 because Disney's already like, oh, this is going to be a net negative for us for the next four years. So they don't even care. Right. That's true. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're going to lose money every single year. This is up for the next four years. Right. So it's, it's a weird comparison. It is. It is a weird comparison. I think the reason it, it's, it's hot is because Disney owns everything. Right. Exactly. People like you have Marvel, you have Star Wars, you have Pixar and you have Disney animated movies that covers a gigantic swath of interest in the entire world it does and it makes it for a good hot take too because it's so fresh it's like oh my god now i get to watch all of my my favorite disney movies all at once and then when you get there you're like okay i'm kind of done yeah i don't really want to watch the aristocrats right (laughs) i I, I watched that the other night actually did you really wow i (laughs) just pulled that right out of my rear it was one of my favorites when i was a kid it's just a cute little movie i love movies with animals that's just like i got i got another little hot take but this is for uh, this is not really for you guys. Riverdale is the worst program that's been on TV. <laughs> I, I wow. absolutely hate it. I can't believe I actually spent so much time watching it. And did you I, ever like it though? I, I think maybe I did for a couple episodes and then it was like, okay. I'm starting to see through the cracks and then the cracks turned into canyons. And I was like, this, oh. whenever, whenever you get a group of sophomore high schoolers, taking over an entire town and taking over a gang organization. It's yeah. that's when I'm, I lose. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're telling but don't me. Don't you think it's meant to be over the top like that though? You know what? I don't care. I don't okay. care. You know what? I'm just going to say, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. play devil's shit. advocate here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's always good to have smaller localized hot takes. Cause my other <laughs> hot take was that, it's kind of larger in scope. All these amateur film reviewers, you know, oh, because I have access to post on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, all of a sudden I put on my film reviewer hat. Just because you disagree with everyone, say you love something, everyone hates it, 
or you hate something, everyone loves it. That doesn't make you edgy. It doesn't make you interesting. Your opinion doesn't elevate to some new status because you disagree with everyone. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. Yeah. Stop it. And that, that feeds into my my whole thing, too. It's like yeah, I people know. need to be that way now. But get the it. whole I just don't you, get it. You don't need it's not edgy at all no. by being contrarian just for the sake of being contrarian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, it's kind of annoying, actually. Yeah, we have a lot of friends and <laughs> listeners who have hot takes. <gasps> we, we do may need to go through these a little quick because we're running low on time. <laughs> but you know what? If we go long, whatever. Who cares? The first hot take is going to come from a friend and listener and po- and. Uh, old guest of the program, Julie Yeet Grimes on Twitter. Baby Yoda is not cute. Whew. So, wow. so what All do you right. guys think of that? I guess Julie's not going to be on our program. <laughs> she <laughs> right. is, I, she I, just yeeted well, herself I, that, off the that's show. Not, that's not a relevant <laughs> or that's not a valid hot take. That That's just get yeah. out of here. Julie, yeet I think she just wanted a reaction from out us. Out of here, <laughs> That's what you I know are. she's you are not Pennywise the clown. <laughs> but come on. That is awful. Is okay. <laughs> Should we, let's just move on to the next one. The next one's from a good friend, uh, Damien from Geek Together. He, he says, due to season eight of Game of Thrones, the whole huh? series is not worth watching. Whoa. Hold on. The whole Stop. series Stop. is not worth watching. Woo! Because Ooh, I, of season eight, I'm I'm flabbergasted by this. It's I mean, yeah, I granted, yes, these are all personal. Part of me sees where he's coming from, just because the conclusion is such a letdown and disappointing. But it's like what I always told people about Lost. Same thing, right? It's not about the destination; it's about the journey. Yeah, take the it's journey, really man. irrelevant. Take the if journey. you miss season three and season four of Game out. of Thrones, that's some of the best TV ever created. It's beautiful. Period. It's yes, Period. everything about it. That's and that's you, the you, thing. It's textbook. I going back and rewatching every seer, every season over again before season eight. God, I just loved the adventure. I loved everything about exactly. it. Exactly. I've rewatched the series like three or four times it's, now. Is, and, and it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And the fact that you went back three times and rewatched it yeah. that many times is that's pretty wild because that's hours, so well written. hours and hours of now I know. <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's not really a hot take to say this, but it's kind of relevant. I did have this in my notes that. I think the season, the entire final season of Game of Thrones is the worst final season of any TV show ever. Just when you mix in what was going into it, because it's such a cliff dive. Like there might be shows that had worst final seasons, but they were bad all along. Right. To have that just falling off of a cliff, like straight down drop. It's the worst final season of a show ever. That's a, that, one I'm, that one I more agree with. And I like you, Damien, but uh, I don't agree yeah. with your hot take there. It's not a hot take. I feel like that's a more consensus, but it yeah, still needs to be said. It does. <laughs> I'm just, I, and I like your point. I'm trying to think of yeah. other, other series. And the only one I can really come up with off the top of my head is Dexter. Dexter? Oh, my God. Yeah. You already Ooh, knew That was it. a rough nice. last season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to move oh. on to the next hot take. Yeah, let's keep going. What's uh, next? Dima from the Funcast. His, his are actually kind of strange as Dima is. Nice. <laughs> as expected. Hot take of the year. <laughs> Terminator 2 is still the best movie of 2019. <laughs> what? I didn't understand it either, but I went with it because it was Dima. I love you, Dima. <laughs> he had uh, I agree. Isn't it based on 2032? I agree. I agree. <laughs> he, had another, he had another one. He goes, 
Uh, hot take of the decade. Dolphins are d***s, and their leader yes. must be questioned. That's for sure, dude. <laughs> they seem like they're cute and magical, but really? Hey. Their noses, man. They, put, they stick their noses in other people's business. They attack with their noses. <laughs> I, I just got back cool. from Discovery Cove in Orlando, Florida, and I got to swim with dolphins. And they are the sweetest, most gentlest creatures. I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's what they want you so, to think. That's exactly. That's how they con you in. That's why they always give you those kisses. Over, over a day plus thinking of those. <laughs> uh, Thank do, you, Dima. Do you guys have any great. comments on those? No comments. I think we, we, <laughs> okay, we got cool. it. Moving on. Christina, <laughs> CC Customs, slash, she is also from Geek Together. As a whole, Star Wars episodes seven through nine is better than episode four through six. Don't get me wrong, I love the classics, but after rewatching all the movies in chronological order, seven through nine have up have the upper hand in a lot of ways. Now I know that Trevor that was my, with him. Yeah, with that her. was my hot take on episode that 44. Yeah. So whenever I, she wrote that to me, shout out to Christina. Like, wow. <laughs> that's pretty awesome because Trevor had the same one. Now I haven't seen episode nine, so I really have nothing to comment on here. But I will say, I went back, I me and my wife, we went back and tried and was like, you know what? Hey, let's try and watch, you know, four through six. And we started with a new hope and good. Lord, New Hope was hard to watch. Uh, it, Sky, uh, Luke Skywalker was just a whiny. Just uh, you know what? We had a whole episode where I mentioned all this stuff. We so did. Yeah, we don't okay. need to go over it again. But we get it. We get it. Cool. I, I, I it's think... twenty nineteen, old Ben. You can't call them sand people anymore. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good call. All right, we're gonna move on. That was a good hot take, Christina. Thank you. I don't agree with you, but I like your point, and you actually make a good point. All right, this is uh, Buddy Larry. Not Buddy Larry, but he's a buddy. And his name is Larry. <laughs> Cousin Larry Appleton, and he's from Larry. the STS guys. That that <laughs> podcast. Uh. The Mandalorian wouldn't have been so popular if Baby Yoda was replaced with Baby Watto. <laughs> well, duh. Well, I don't know if that's a hot take. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it, because Mandalorian's popularity, I'm, I don't really care. In terms of the quality of the show, that, that's what I'm more concerned with. Like, Baby Yoda, I think, is a scene stealer yes, every single time. I, He's in the background behind him. And you're like, oh, every single damn time. Think, no matter what it is, he just appears. Yeah. He does this surprise every single time. Every time. And it's cute awesome. every time. Every time you're so like, oh, <laughs> Dude, I think, I, actually, I think his hot take would, probably would have been better if he would have just left it as uh, wouldn't be so popular there if all, there was no Baby Yoda. Right. I think that would have been. Yeah. Well, but now, then again, that just would have been true. Second, then. Right, but that, that's kind of like a duh. Yeah. The thing is, I I don't. If they would have called the show Baby Yoda, it would have been more popular than it was if it was called The Mandalorian. But in terms of quality, I think there's just the right amount of Baby Yoda because right. I still think Mandalorian is pretty damn compelling Absolutely. character. Yeah, I think that it would be. I think it would have been um, just as, if not maybe not as popular, if it weren't for Baby Yoda. I don't think that Baby Yoda necessarily it, it made it uh, more pop culture centric which pushed it over the edge but i think it would have been super popular 
either way. I feel like honestly. it's the yeah. big thing. It's a Star Wars, new Star yeah. Wars, big thing for Disney+. It is, Plus. and people want to see have, it. I think <laughs> it's gonna having make Baby Bucks. Yoda brought in a lot of viewers that probably would have never watched the show. They probably yeah, saw the memes. Yeah, yeah, they probably that. saw the internet going crazy over Baby Yoda, and they were like, well, now I've got to watch this to see what everybody's talking about, to see this little baby thing. And honestly, it's exploded from that point. It has. I mean, every time he comes on mm-hmm. screen, I'm like, great, I'm lactating again. It's like, it's amazing. My <laughs> word. This is happening. It's great. Folks, yeah. you heard it from the cow's mouth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, we've got a bunch more. Uh, so these next, uh, actually this next handful, comes from our good buddies over at the 8-Bit Geek. We're going to start with, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> I like to call him Jer Bear. Jer from the he's the host. Parks Jer-bear. and Rec is better than The Office. Huh. Sure. Sure. I don't agree. <laughs> the Office isn't particularly 30 Rock is better than both or either or whatever. 30 Rock's the best NBC yeah, comedy over the past. The, o- like the Office years, the only so thing the Office cares? does well is it makes good use of like memes. Like you can make it meme-y. Oh, I guess. Like, so many an episodes. entire episodes are tough to get through, in my opinion. Are you kidding? Really? I could, yeah, I never could watch yeah. the show personally. It was, it makes oh, good wow. for like moments. Like little moments are pretty funny. It has fun moments, That's but the it. entire structure, yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah, you watch 30 Rock, you can watch a whole episode. You know, yeah. it's just well written. But you know what? I, I would almost prefer, I could go back and rewatch uh, The Office any day, any time. I, I, but no, then again, I'm can, a fan. Either. I like The Office, so. Sure. Yeah. So do you don't agree with his statement then? I'm I don't. Guessing. I think. Hot take. Have you seen I Parks have, and Rec? And I can't get through it. It's it's yeah. So dumb. To Which me. one's Parks and Rec? Is a tough it's watch. It's such it's a, a tough watch. watch. It's like The Office. For it me. is. It's like The Office. It's the same <laughs> show. So that, just with different characters. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Anyways, uh, Jeremy has another one, and okay, it's a Star Wars one. Surprise. Uh, okay. Solo and Rogue One are miles better than the new Skywalker trilogy. It isn't wow. even close. Wow. Well, we'll just, we'll stop that right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're we're going to stop you right there. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Rogue One is a good movie. They're fun but movies, but they're, they're not in the same caliber. There's no, there's no character development or connection or lightsaber battles. I mean, there's that awesome Darth Vader sequence for 20 seconds. Okay, cool. There's another two hours in that movie. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> solo solo is not even a star wars movie i don't even know what solo is it's fun it's but fun it's definitely movie. not a star wars movie no, i'm glad i went like back and rewatched or... solo because i actually very much enjoyed it it was really cool i don't know it's a fun it's like it's like a popcorn movie it's like a ca- it's like it's the captain like... marvel of the of this universe it's a fun little yeah, side story that's a good analogy that's all it is don't take it too seriously just have fun with it well, I don't take it's not that great. any of those. <laughs> I don't take any of the Star Wars movies. Oh, you got to take Star Wars movies religiously. Okay, you ruined my Luke right? Ryan Johnson. You, you are the worst it. scum of the earth. <laughs> All right, we got and JJ two. and JJ ruined Ray. We got so, two know. from Doug from the Eight Bit Geek. First one, nice Doug. Ben Affleck is the best Batman. Yeah, I hear this a lot. We didn't get to see that. If he would have yeah, really had see that. his own movie, I think that probably would have uh, helped. Well, we could at least analyze it. You can't look at it one way or the other. His terrible Batman versus Superman showing. 
Yeah. That, that's what we're judging on? Yeah, what are we judging this on? Because well, he hold was on. not how, good as Batman. How was he terrible in that movie? What? No, the movie's, yeah, the movie's terrible. terrible. So it doesn't matter. What, he's in the movie for like 30 or 45 minutes? I, I can see if they made a movie, like a, a well-scripted movie with him, it would be good. But... I, he just doesn't have the evidence isn't there we didn't get to see no, it we just didn't get to see yeah. it so unfortunately christian bale was in three movies yeah yeah well what do you guys think about Stuff. robert Pattinson? adam west is a better batman will arnett's a better batman well, oh god yeah <laughs> will arnett is also a clown too yep <laughs> like that's, i think that's his point okay doug also has another one luke skywalker isn't all that interesting Hmm. Mm. <laughs> speechless left him mm-hmm. speechless well it's just it's dumb i mean They're, you have a I farm mean, boy from the middle of nowhere that dreams about going to space he can't even fathom what that would be like he just dreams about it simpleton right sounds gets like to go Ray. to space finds out that his that the the evil ruler of the galaxy is his dad and he could and he could it could destroy his psyche being this little simple farm boy. But instead, he struggles with that and finds the strength to become a Jedi and bring, you know, help bring balance to the force. I mean, I don't understand how it's not interesting. That sounds like Ray's Be- story. Hmm, I Ray's know, it's because they copied on. it <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> the control, but the whole idea in the story. Control C, control that's V. That's George Lucas's thing. It's about parallels through different timelines. I know, we talked about it in episode circle. Yes, but yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a weird hot take. I think they're both interesting. <laughs> yes, they're both interesting. But that's you wanted, why it's a hot take. It's I mean, his if hot you watched take. a new, Hope, I know that's true. That's true. No, if you watch a new hope and you turned it off, I agree. Right, he's a one little kid that goes. Luke Skywalker <laughs> was not an interesting character, but if you cared to watch Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, you must have had some interest whatsoever. You weren't watching to see Han Solo's story or Leia's story. Right. That's dumb. <laughs> right, they don't have a story. Sorry, guys, but they don't. Well, like, let's yeah, keep in mind that these are all personal hot takes. He, here's, of course. Right. Unless you turned off A New Hope because it was so stupid, then you had some interest. You're just lying now. But I, I enjoy the hot take. I yes. like it. Okay. I like it spicy <laughs> like that, though. And last, Kevin from 8-Bit Geek. GameStops are now just Spencer's Suck. without oh. sex toys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, they kind of have become that. You kind of walk in there and it's like, I guess I'm not buying a video game today, but heck, you know, yeah, I don't mind to buy this and toys weird and... stuff on clearance. This mug that has like a weird thing on it. Well, I'm wait sure. a second. Spencer's doesn't have. What if he? What if he was to say? Hot, hot topic, topic is the better. Yeah, comparison. hot topic is the better hot topic comparison. minus the goth right. stuff. I guess yeah. so. But I think I, I see what he's saying, though, is that it's transforming itself away from being a video game store. And it's really becoming this like hodgepodge store. You walk in there and there's T-shirts. No one, and everyone uses digital codes now. Right. GameStop is dead. Yeah, well, of course, they're going to switch is. to something physical because they can't sell physical games. So they need to sell physical toys. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Physical toys take, of game. I'm surprised they're not out of business yet. I'm surprised, too, dude. I can't I'm wait for them too. to have Soon a big enough. sale so I can buy that White Ranger helmet. I know that I already have a White Ranger helmet, but I want another one. <laughs> buy them all. all. Gotta, yeah, gotta catch them all. all. Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Fun movie. And that's all the hot takes that I've got. <laughs> well, thank you, Epic King. Okay. Those are fun. Yeah, those were actually fun hot yeah. takes. I like fun hot takes like yeah, that. Yeah, so thank you guys for sending those in to us. I know that I reached out to most of you guys to send them in, so. Did we? 
you can send us hot takes all the time. All the time. We'll talk about Absolutely. hot takes on any podcast in the future. It doesn't have to be this one in Actually, particular. Prague, this do you is, if you have a hot take in the middle of March, send us. Yeah. <laughs> Prague, you've got more, right? We had two. Yeah, yeah we had a there couple. There was two specific from Twitter that trend, you know, they kind of went against each other. So <laughs> in front of the show, Chris Mazzacampo said that Joker was better than any Marvel movie that came out this year in 2019. And then Tanner, who was actually on the show, so he's friend of the show, he said that Joker was just okay. Yeah. So we got the <laughs> two positions of hot takes. It was right next to each other, too. <clears throat> Woo. So what do you guys think of I mean, that, those two? Uh, it's, I mean, that's apples and oranges comparing Joker to, like, Endgame. Um, right. It's just two different things. It's really hard to, like, judge those two and be like, oh, one's better than the other. It's like... I don't know, man. That's it. Just doesn't make sense to. Joker really is an them. art house analysis. It's a of one-off. Psychosis. Yeah, it's like a one-off kind of thing. <laughs> and Endgame is a culmination of over a decade of movies. I, I think Endgame is probably harder to do. Um, yeah. Technically, from the a writing scale. standpoint, the scale of it, everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just a weird one to do. Now, for for Tanner's thing, just to say it's an okay movie is. I mean, I guess if you that don't like Tanner, it, I guess, I don't know. Tanner doesn't like storytelling. He's already told me that he didn't like Last Jedi. Right. And it's because he focuses on dumb little, like, things that the internet says. And that he also didn't like Last of Us because it's too much storytelling. So it's just some people don't like narrative, writing, script, all that Which kind is of true. Stuff. I mean, I, I can see that. There are people it's that don't. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, they get bored of yeah. it. They, like, they want something else. They want action. They want, you know, a fun little scene to remember later or whatever um so i get that there's really not much of that (laughs) in the joker so yeah i guess that makes sense Mm -hmm. one of my favorites it depends on your perspective going in exactly i I still go endgame one joker two so it's a close difference between the two but those are the two standout movies but they are yeah yeah, Yeah. but like you guys said they're both worlds apart from each other yeah they're still both good movies Right. Marvel was the ruler of the 2010s. Sure, I agree. Yeah, dude, that's that's kind of an obvious. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, I can't think it, of anything yeah, else. Everything. They, yeah, they dominated everything. They really did. Iron Man 2 came out in June of 2010. So before that was just Iron Man 1 plus The Incredible Hulk. Okay, well, So all of those 20 films came out in 10 years. It's pretty amazing. I will, I will just for the sake of arguments, because I do agree with you, but I will, for the sake of arguments, say that Game of Thrones dominated the pop culture. In this decade, Ooh. I think it, it permeated everything. This decade, you saw it everywhere. Every show, you know, lampooned it. Every... Is there a Game of Thrones land at any park? No, Ooh. there's not. Okay. I'm I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate because I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your devil's advocate. I agree with you. Marvel's great. Devil's advocate's always yeah. in a tough position when you have a terrible argument. That's well, not a terrible <laughs> argument. But, you know. Well, here's the thing. I actually I want to say it. I honestly do agree that it does. It's pretty close to Marvel, honestly. It, I, it really yeah. did permeate pop culture. I'm gonna I'm it gonna agree with pop culture uh, for a lot. I'm gonna agree with Prague on this one because I unless you're a twelve year old kid, I guess. Because honestly, I I actually watched all of Game of Thrones twice. I didn't watch. Yeah all of the marvel movies. well that's specific yeah. to you we're talking about the most influential and when you have a movie every single movie grosses like 200 million domestically not even internationally 
and you have the first couple seasons getting like 3.5 million viewers. Oh, no, I agree with you. I just think that Game of Thrones is a contender. HBO had a barrier to entry. It's a contender. That's all. Yeah. There you go. All right, well, other, other more hot takes. And then, yeah, one, so 2010 was the worst decade in Pixar's history, the 2010s. Oh, yeah, you know what? I agree with you, because I did not really enjoy many Pixar movies, and I used to love Here, Pixar. Here's the list of movies that came out yeah. for Pixar. So they had Toy Story 3, start of the decade, and that's essentially the end of it, right? a brave little toaster with the nostalgic connection of the characters <laughs> tying to the age group of millennials. And then you have Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Incredibles 2, and Toy Story 4. Ooh. Dude, I literally saw... What a turns of that list. <laughs> That's a, that. And they're all you know. They're all sequels except for Inside and Out. I yeah. couldn't stand and the Good Dinosaur. Inside Out. <laughs> what is the Good Dinosaur? Is that a movie? Yeah, I, I don't even know what it, know what it oh. exists. They I've have seen like the, the, the Green Dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. That's sad. But no, there was one that did stand out that I didn't mention. Mm -hmm. It was the easy best Pixar movie of the 2010s. I was Coco. about to say Coco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Coco's outstanding. Saw it, so okay. I wouldn't know. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you not Dude, seen? Coco? I don't see movies, especially when it deals with death. It's on Disney Plus. Just fire up Disney Plus. All right. I'll... Oh, I have nothing to watch on Disney Plus, and there's all these good movies you haven't watched. <laughs> I'm not going to watch these old movies a second time. In. You can watch new movies what, for the first you, time. Are you going to watch a movie <laughs> that you have zero interest in? <laughs> but you might like it. You might have interest yeah, in it. I, I would might, say something, but, I also but I'm not, not going to say it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, all right. Well, I agree with that one, too, because I used to love Pixar movies, man. I watched all those old movies. And then, yeah, and then these new movies. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Disney animation, actually, I think the most popular Disney character of the 2010s was Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that was Disney animation, huh? I do want to see those Wreck-It yeah. Ralph mm -hmm. movies, both of them. I haven't seen either one, and I want to. Hmm. Iconic. Okay. Moana's pretty close though. Moana was so like Moana. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty Tron popular. Legacy. Great music. I love in Tron that Legacy. Too. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love Tron Legacy. It's not a it's not a cartoon. It's not a cartoon or a Pixar movie, but man, that soundtrack is so dope. <laughs> I was looking at Disney movies. Oh my god, that soundtrack <laughs> is dope, man. Good lord. I just want to like watching the Imagineering story mm. and that new Tron ride they have at mm. Shanghai Disney. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my Dude, god! I want to <laughs> go to Shanghai Disney so bad to ride that. I and wanna, the haunted yeah, mansion over there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch god. the Imagineering story, people. It's so good. Watch Olivia Wilde. God lord. Yeah. And then, Inception and Interstellar are the only good movies from Christopher Nolan this decade. What else has he had this decade? Remind me. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I agree with you. I think Dark Knight Returns came out oh, this decade. Okay, okay. Dunkirk came out this decade. Okay. Then yes, I agree with you. Some yeah. Okay. Um, then yes, yeah. I agree the with you. Movies. I'm yeah, those two movies were fantastic. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Even though I, I love Dark Knight Rises, it's so much fun, but it's not a good movie at all. I just I love it for, for mm. personal reasons because I love Batman. What was the but other yeah, one? You said Interstellar movie. and which one? Inception. 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 Oh yeah, I love God, that movie. Yeah. Both of those movies were so fun. Yeah, so, yeah I'm all in on that one. Well, I don't know if that's a hot that's take. That's more classic uh, Christopher Nolan tying to Memento and that's the really like prestige and good movies. That's that why he used to I'm do. looking forward to Tenet next year, next summer. Yes. That trailer was phenomenal, dude. The whole theater was going nuts 
when that trailer pops when we were watching Rise of Skywalker. All the other trailers, people were like, whatever, who cares about this? As soon as you, you saw this Christopher Nolan, people were like, what? And then you saw what was happening. It's like, what? I'll yeah, have man. to look that trailer up. I love because... it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be like Inception level. Awesome. So, yeah, what else we got for the decade? Well, so I was looking I was looking at movies that weren't easy to or maybe weren't like the big, huge, popular movies that stood out for me okay. from the decade. And so I found four in particular. The first one is Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, where he right, plays yeah. like the I saw that. crazy guy. Yeah, the local film and guy. And he goes yeah. into like the that house after one. there was a murder, and he just so happened to like mm-hmm. oversee it all. Film it all, yeah. Yep. And then Ex Machina, that was really good AI future Oscar type Isaac. of ideas. Oh, and yeah. that's, nice. that throws me right back over to uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Like, that was a great show that came out this year, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even yeah, mention it. That's true. That, that was, was a very good show. It was good. I don't know if it was worthy of my list, but it was good. It was some good stuff on there. It was a neat mm-hmm. idea, too. I hope they do more stuff like that. For sure. On Netflix. Absolutely. I really do hope that, too. I, I love I love those like short and films. Then Gravity was probably the most tense I has ever been at a theater. Uh, yeah. And that came out this decade. That's for sure. Whew, not me. I loved that movie. <laughs> not you, huh? <laughs> nope. You didn't see it or you didn't like no, it? No, I saw it, but I was like, oh, okay. eh, this is fun. Not, I had a good time with it, but I mean, yeah, it was it's not just, movie like, ever I didn't think it was fun again. at all. It was not fun really? at all. <laughs> that was like straight tension. The I, whole was, time. Dude, I was like gripping have, my seat. I would have loved to have watched that movie in 4D where this, where the oh, seat Lord. sits there and moves around. I had barf all over the seats. I saw the Martian in one of those and it was great. Nope, nope, not gonna do it. And then my last one is Into the Spider Verse. Might just have been the best comic book movie of the decade. Oh yeah, that's not a hot take. That's oh, that's right on the dude, money. That's right on the money. Spot on. <laughs> yep, I, I've watched that movie I think three times now, and every time I watch it, I'm just like, my jaw is on the floor. I'm like, how am I enjoying this? Every second of it. Every time I watch it, like it's just phenomenal, top to bottom. Well, and you I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm doing details. everything. It's just amazing. Dude, you yeah, little details everywhere. Little details every time you watch it. There's something new every time, and it's it There's just not gets a dull better moment. and better and better. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, so I could. Well I'll probably put it on to go to sleep tonight. Heck yeah, man! I Good might choice. need to watch Good it again really soon. Choice. Decades, man. Ah, oh, now you got me thinking. I don't want to be thinking about this decade. <laughs> well. Best TV. Hey, let's do that. I mean, let's this do one's some easy. best TV because I do best have some TV hot show here, of the decade. Yeah? I mean, yeah? this is easy. You've heard me say mm-hmm. it. Bojack Horseman. Oh, it's not even Wrong. close. It's like a non-starter. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's it's not even really. It's not a discussion. You everybody else. You can talk it's about number two or whatever you want. That you have. That's a nice <laughs> opinion, sir. I like it. It's it's pretty. It's the best show. It's pretty pretty cute <laughs> it's not that pretty at all i i tried watching it i, I couldn't do it nope um, nor could i i watched I the first season and a bit of yeah. the second and it was hard it was a hard watch done I think it's well done i think it's well written um not for me personally yeah not for I, me i don't either. think i don't i connect too much with diane yeah i don't know um it, it's tough because i want to say my gut wants to say game of thrones but that last season really just Oh, ruined last it. season man yeah 
but I, you know, it, it probably was my favorite show though of the of the decade. Um, I I think if I were in, in, in the one I wanted to compete with, I'll say instead had bet had the best season and best finale of any TV show of all time, and that was The Leftovers. So if you have not watched That's that show, watch that show. Um, the first season is rough, which is why I would knock it from the list. If you were to ratio it out, I think Game of Thrones had you know percentage wise the better amount of episodes, um, just quality wise. Uh, but man, yeah, that final that final season, every episode felt like a standalone movie. It all had different themes, different th- feels to them. Um, and then that finale just blew me away. So I don't know if TV is ever going to get better than that. I hope it does. I hope it just keeps getting better and better. But that's a high bar to surpass. Yeah, I, for myself, uh-huh. it's either going to be Game of Thrones or or um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, I mean, nice. I know it only has three seasons, but you know what? I'm a simple man. I like simple that's a, things. That's a solid choice, dude. Was, I love Stranger Things so it much. It was wonderful. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can rewatch all be... three seasons right now and not have a problem with any episode. Except for Easily. one. Well, One episode <laughs> in season two. Don't say it's my favorite one. <laughs> but that's about it. I'm just a weirdo. I don't know why I like things that nobody else likes, dude. And I, I'm not trying to be a contrarian either. I just happen to like oh. certain things. You're no so hip. Oh. God, I'm such a hipster. And then the best, best cinematography of any TV show, I got to give credit to Hannibal. Oh, yes. 2013 Good call. to 2015. It's probably the most beautiful shot TV show I've ever that seen. That might be it. Yeah, that and the last season of, uh, of The Leftovers. I mean, but yeah, God, just the, the way he lit those scenes. I mean, I mean, how do you make something so gory so beautiful? I don't know, but he does. Yeah. He just does. That, that's really what it is, man. Or even such bland scenes of two people sitting in a yeah, just talking, <laughs> just talking. Yeah, yeah. Good call. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I didn't want to mention yeah. it during our TV seasons because I was focusing on things that were premiered. But Fleabag and Marvelous Miss Maisel, yeah, quality shows, Damn. quality Amazon just shows. Watch. Watch those comedies. Yeah. Come on. I don't know what you're doing. Just, just watch. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but you're not watching these shows. I've watched a couple episodes <laughs> Amazon of the, Prime. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maple, and yeah, I'll agree. That is that is super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to yeah, go back. I want to start it from show. the beginning and give it a whirl from the beginning. There you go. Don't be like my dad and start season season two episode one well that's what i did my wife was yeah. watching it and she had season three on and i'm like oh this is actually kind of oh, cool okay yeah what's going on here i don't understand anything <laughs> like oh it's okay so who is the she and why is she yeah, on why? stage what's happening <laughs> yeah i don't get it she's so popular this character. right um so yeah good good call on those those shows for moving on up there's so much to watch guys there just, is there's just too much it. to watch Orphan black mr robot Whoa. the americans yeah, Barry, look at Atlanta. That. look at that bam Come fire on. straight fire across the board <laughs> it's lit shows. af kids it is. <laughs> That's right. stop criticizing things <laughs> set aside your time and focus on things you really enjoy, enjoy stop bringing other people love down each other <laughs> there's so much to enjoy i don't care if you love each other just don't criticize each other oh, for what oh, they like yes that's the true spirit of the season. I like it. That was like not even our longest episode ever because that was Stranger Things. <laughs> was that our goal? <laughs> Is that our goal? I think no. it was for Trevor. It was like, I know these two I guys gonna... want to go to bed. 
<laughs> so I'm just gonna drag this out as long as possible. We're gonna sing the song out yeah. as the outro. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> and and, and closing. <laughs> He's like, wait, where'd you guys go? Alright, let's wrap this up. Tell all listening, we hope you enjoyed episode 45, and we'll talk to you next time. Frog out. Have a happy 2020. The real reason why Saturday morning cartoons disappeared. These kids today, they don't know what they're missing. That is your clickbait of the week.